Welcome to Inbound After Hours, a relaxed podcast by Digital22 for Inbound Marketeers. My name's Mark Byrne, I'm the director at Digital22. We have Ricky, also a director at Digital22. We have Andrew, our head of Inbound, and Paul Mortimer, who is our content manager. How are you doing, guys? Good. Good. Are you all right? Good stuff. Well, today we'll be chatting about what is HubSpot now. Awesome. Let's kick it off and find out what everyone's been uh, up to this week. Have we got any news, any stories? Uh, Ricky, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. I think, well, big news for most of us here is the release of Conversations by HubSpot. Um, It's got quite a lot of press and traction over the last couple of days since it's been launched. Um, For anyone who doesn't know, it's a kind of free addition to the HubSpot platform for live chat bots and a single inbox for teens to communicate from and quite exciting for us I for think. For teens? For teens, yeah. <laughs> teens. <laughs> yeah, it's a wrong target market that. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, we'll go into some more detail on that later. Andrew, yeah. anything from you? Stat, really, this mm. week, yeah. Um, that's really what we've been focusing on, but yeah. Okay. I think that's what I'll say. I think that's the main news for everybody to be Yeah, yeah I've got loads of questions on that later on the conversation side of things. So. Okay, Paul, anything that, from you? No, I think all three of us researched <laughs> the same story. <laughs> yeah, uh, when we, we, we thought what, what we've seen in the news this week and then, or what we've been working on, and then that's kind of dominated everything this week. Okay, but well, I knew you'd all say that, so I thought I'd, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd research something slightly different. So HubSpot brought out a out-of-office generator, have you seen oh, it? Oh, I saw that. I yeah, yeah you type in, uh, when you leave in, uh, what you're going to be doing and where you go, and it comes up with some wacky uh, wacky replies and messages to add uh, to your out-of-office. I'm sure we all get frustrated yeah. putting that together. So. Have you played with it? I played with it, yeah. It gives you two scenarios, and some one of them's out there, and one of them's quite sensible. How out there? Uh, very out there. I've, uh, I've got a couple of screenshots I can show you after this. We'll actually, we'll actually, I'll actually put it in the show notes. I, put, I was going surfing in Bridlington on the, on the 18th of October. And then, uh, we'll see what I'll show you anyway later. Okay. Well, Paul, you're normally pretty good at those anyway. Yeah, yeah well, I said when Louise sent this through, um, I thought I've not done it for a while. Because it, it depends yeah. how busy we are with clients or how many, <laughs> have you got how many new clients have got an office message or not <laughs> with a suitable gift yeah yeah and yeah how many clients are speaking to me at the minute that are mm. new and won't get what I'm doing no yeah. yeah mine are pretty boring I'm back this day talk to Mark yeah I need <laughs> yeah. to I probably need to use that generator a little bit yeah right okay then guys so what is HubSpot now? As we know, the last couple of episodes we talked about Facebook, how they've changed uh, things, and we need to obviously talk about how HubSpot has as well. Uh, no longer just a marketing platform, there's a lot more. Do you want to uh, go into some more detail of uh, what they are now? Okay. The news that we all talked about, the, the chat stream in everyone's inbox, Am I, that was announced last year at Inbound, wasn't it? Uh, no. What was that with the hub and the chat stream in a contact record. That was the service hub. Right. So that's like the ticketing system and stuff. It's a a split off of that, but it's been made into a separate product line now. Um, But they did show us parts of it because parts of it are in the um, professional version of the service hub. Yeah. Um, So the conversations allows you to get all your stuff into one place. The service hub takes over and allows you to convert those chats into tickets and into... um, other sort of objects in the service side of things, whereas the hub itself is just bringing stuff together. Um, 
So it's kind of two underlying things going on at the same time. We're expanding numbers of platforms. Well, we've got one platform, but numbers of modules, some marketing, sales, and service. But then you've got these sort of common things which go across all three products, which is CRM and conversations. So kind of expanding the two ways. It does create quite a lot of confusion in terms of what's a module, what's a paid for thing, what's free, what's part of the overall experience. Mm. I think this is a bit of the sort of identity crisis HubSpot's going through at the moment, really. I think it's broken tradition from the way they've introduced yeah. all the other tools and they've just gone free. I mean, I wonder whether inbound will bring in something on the enterprise side for conversations that's a little bit better or yeah. something that they've not released yet. But well, it's the first be, time. It seems like the upsell flat's definitely service. Because yeah. if you're in the free version, I was demoing it to a client earlier today, if you're in the free version, down the right-hand side, it's trying to get you to make it a ticket. It's trying mm. to get you to NPS score the conversation. So it's trying to make you do these things. Obviously, when you click them, it says it's probably like you need to pay. Of the lead flow is becoming free on the starter. Yeah. But if you want to sort of send emails off that, you need to upgrade. Yeah. And we've got the, the uh, lower price version now, but it sounds like it's a good hot topic chatbots everyone can have a go and get used to them and get way to, uh, get used to the way HubSpot's doing it yeah. and then they dominate that entry level everyone's learning about it it's still quite new the whole conversational marketing thing if they can go in free tool and take over that space then mm. when people want to start um, using it for lead generation properly they can stay with HubSpot and again it's probably one of the things a lot of people were having add-ons or plugging in or using Zapier or something to, to make that work. Um, so they're probably just thinking, well, let's just take that bridge away and yeah. keep them in the ecosystem, which we know is what they do very well. I think one of the things you touched on there, which is another quite interesting point in this rejig, is they're pulling down previously paid tools into the free version. So live chat's a good example. You used to have to pay for Sales Pro, it was mm. called at the time. I think it's called Sales Starter now, but you used to have to pay for that. Mm. that's being dragged into the free version there's quite a lot of that going mm. on which makes this sort of the first tier of HubSpot a bit weird because mm. you don't get that much more over the free in a lot of them they're creating it's, a really yeah. weird ecosystem at the bottom end of the product I feel and we, I know yeah. we don't get involved too much in that end so it's, it's we're not as in it as other yeah. people I thought we, we've always thought it was a little bit like that with Enterprise and Pro yeah. at times where mm-hmm. There was the contacts discount that made sense for yeah. people who were involved in that side of things, but feature set wise, there was used to be A/B testing, yeah. and then that's come down to Pro. Yeah. So it's all this drip down. So I presume that inbound um, in September they're going to have to step up the enterprise some yeah. way, and that's definitely the plan, isn't it? Yeah, some really shiny new features to make everyone still get the value. And, and the people, upgrade. yeah, want to upgrade, and then the people that are already paying or just signed think to think, yeah, it's, that was worth it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's pretty much out there that there's enterprise, but more enterprise product going into the marketing, but also enterprise version of the sales and, and of the CRM coming out. So yeah. they're really at inbound, really pushing the enterprise version, but all the build up to it's been the bottom, it's mm-hmm. been free stuff, it's been the marked and starter thing, which I think we touched on last um, one of the previous episodes. Yeah. Um, they're going for this sort of They've always, for me, been a middle market company. Mm. Sort of, could they call themselves that? Mid market, up to two thousand employees, sort of thing. Now they're pushing enterprise, and now they're pushing free. It's it's everyone, yeah. which is an odd move. And to launch something so close to inbound sort of surprised yeah. me a little bit. I thought they'd 
hold it back and launch it inbound and get everyone to blog about it like they used to do yeah. that. They'd let us know maybe a couple of weeks before, we'd have a sneak peek and then everyone would pitch a blog title and launch it and everyone would sort of get this SEO yeah. boost and that's yeah. their old approach. They may still do that, but they seem to just be, I don't know. They've just got so much going out at yeah, the moment. I think they're just cracking it, it out. In, yeah. And you can only assume they've got enough left for inbound. Mm. So the keynote's yeah. worth it. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, you've just released everything up, running up to it. Yeah, I'm thinking the same. I think they've got something big planned for inbound. Mm. Get this one out of the way. The I know they've, that, got, yeah, they've got they, to have a backup plan. The tool's getting big now, isn't it? It's not yeah. just marketing where they got once a year, they used to have a big updated inbound, and that was it really for six months to 12 months, and then you got something else big, and it was typically adding on something like sales. Now they've got the full flywheel there, They're probably going to have more iterative, quarterly decent sized stuff and the team at HubSpot's probably doubled since last year or something you know so they've got more hands on deck they're acquiring the AI companies and this that and the other so they're, they're cracking on now aren't they it's getting yeah. a bit like it's getting they've huge. got a challenge though because the complexity of it's getting quite large now so for example when conversations came out this there's, there's an agency page version of it and one of it's like a matrix of how this works so if you've got conversations and you've got this level of product, this is what you get. If you've got this level of product, this is mm-hmm. what you get. But it was 12 rows across by 12 rows down. And I was sat with a client today trying to say, right, you're paying for marketing enterprise, so what do you get in conversations? Mm. And it, it, I have to use a matrix now to work mm-hmm. that out. And if you actually go on HubSpot's pricing now, there's five tabs, three or four side tabs each. It's it's okay, a job picking the right package for the right tools for what you need it's it's not just I want HubSpot anymore it's, mm. it's much more complicated to pick the right package and level that you want I think it's a, a, it's a bit of a double edged sword HubSpot like giving things new names and creating yeah. creating uh, ways of doing things like inbound or like a brand in a yeah way. branding yeah. and a certain term and a certain thing so this conversational marketing it's or like a space it is. isn't it they have to create yeah. a new space yeah. and I think I think a lot of this stuff could have been just put into the marketing tool yeah. and just made the marketing and still have marketing and sales all service you could have they could have rebadged it as like the new marketing is yeah. looking after your customers which is what they're saying but yeah. they're creating all these new streams and it it sounds good to launch with a new thing and own a new sort of conversation but it um, it makes it hard for us <laughs> to yeah. then go well you've got these six channels you need to do now and people thinking I'm just what marketing what is that and it is still all that stuff I think they're aware of that I think that this is why they're using the flywheel approach to try and simplify it all um, from the early days they're doing a good job with that absolutely it's just it does illustrate nicely how they all rely on each other in terms of how a user or a customer Mm. interacts with you yeah, it does. It does succinctly show no, that. It's a funnel approach, or yeah. listening approach. It's getting very complicated now, as yeah. Ricky said. I quite like the flywheel approach. It's just how many layers can you have? Yeah, like, we, yeah. and it's pushing the CRM massively because that's HubSpot's big in now. Yeah. Is the free CRM, the CRM's at the centre of the flywheel. Everything else is an add-on. It makes sense because everything does go into the CRM, mm-hmm. um, but it just shows how far that's come. Because when that launched, it was a little side product sort yeah. of thing this will do if you've never had a CRM before mm. if you've got five people now it's the centre of HubSpot's focus is CRM big mm. time I'm a step detached from clients and, and you two but maybe Ricky most but when you're talking to prospective clients who have just bought HubSpot or are new to it what's their understanding of what HubSpot is what they're trying to get out of it because when 
when I was working with clients more closely, it was for marketing and sometimes for CRM. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, I guess, we're, again, we're still probably a bit biased because we're a marketing agency predominantly, so a lot of the conversations we're having are marketing related. So the buying marketing and then going, oh, wouldn't it be nice if our sales mm-hmm. was here as well? Wouldn't it be nice if our service was here as well? And then we can create that one contact record that again HubSpot talk about. You've got it all in one place. So most of the people we talk to are coming from that perspective, really. We do get an increase in the amount of people coming to us for sales first. Now we want to get sales right, we want to get CRM right, and then we'll think about marketing later. I think that the sales tools and CRM in particular has overtaken the marketing base now, the number of people using it. So I can imagine that conversation's only getting more frequent sales first will work out more for the sales folk of inbound oh, big mm. time yeah there was at least one sales talk in every slot wasn't there um, I think if you think about it how many marketers do you normally have in a company a handful well it does scale but then yeah. you typically have a sales team a lot of people on the road using apps and, yeah. and it sounds like they're still quite unorganised in the yeah. sales industry or you've got your sales forces which we're seeing a lot of people who got sales sorted but it's salesforce it's really complicated it's been added on forever and people just want to simplify it and they, they have the marketing bit maybe ticking away or people that we speak to you now are using hubspot for marketing but sales haven't touched it and got all that sort of interconnected benefits which marketers are a bit more i think they're a bit more aware of it now most digital marketers now should be expecting an experience like hubspot yeah. I think you know most digital marketers get it, have heard of it, understand the sort of buyer journey, even if they're not calling it that, and they understand <coughs> content marketing and all this sort of like the funnel as it used to be, whereas sales are still a bit sort yeah. of doing it. From investors' perspective, they got to market cap of about three billion with marketing. Where do you go next? Mm-hmm. Not really going to push that much higher than that just through doing marketing products. Mm. Then you look at Salesforce, one of the most highly valued software companies in the world doing sales. Mm. You just think, I'll have a bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I get 10% of that, I've done yeah, pretty well. Absolutely. Um, and it'll massively eclipse anything you could achieve in the marketing world. Well, looking at Zendesk and people mm. like that now yeah. and go and do the same for yeah, exactly. Have you, have you yeah. noticed anything different when prospecting leads lately? Yeah, there is that conversation of when someone rings up and says, I'm on HubSpot, and you have to go, right, well, <laughs> what what you got? Yeah. And what level? And how are you using it? It's not. The phone used to ring three years ago, we've gone HubSpot, pretty much guaranteed you're on the pro version of the market and one, mm. give or take. Now it is a, what you're using it, mm. what you're doing. Um, because there was that time people were ringing saying on HubSpot when the CRM and sales stuff just started kicking off and we start talking about marketing and 10 minutes in the call, you're like, they're not, they haven't got the yeah. marketing product yeah, yeah, here, have yeah. they? I'm talking a different language to this guy. So we've had to definitely add that in. The yeah. beginning of the conversation. But you two guys, you implement a lot. Have you noticed any differences in obviously these new bolt-ons, add-ons, and services? You've got a lot to keep up with now. Mm. You've got a lot to implement. Has there been any differences in in your roles over the last? It's similar months? for me. I think a lot are now coming to into us to onboard. As I said before, a lot have already got HubSpot. They've been using it for six to twelve months. Maybe not getting the results they're, they're looking for. So we'll come in and sort of do a bit of a health check and reset things and start a little bit from scratch but people have already got reporting add-ons with really nice dashboards yeah. set up they're already using integrations and they've already gone and done their own bits and they're a bit more educated now which is great for us yeah. um, you're not sort of banging your head against a brick wall and trying to convince people to use things they're already using it but um, what I'm enjoying is 
things like conversations, people are already using um, other tools that are quite similar, um, maybe a little bit more advanced, like Drift and Intercom, but they're already doing that. They've most a lot of people have got live chats on the side. They're using it to generate conversations already. So yeah. whilst we're not, you know, it's early days for this tool, and we're going to see and get our heads around it and, and build it into what we do. Um, it's great that we've got people that are already using and getting the benefits of tools like that, so that it's going to be quite an easy transition. Yeah, that's good. I mean, you mentioned the bots and messenger then. I mean, Ricky, do you want to, Paul, do you want to chat about knowledge-based ticketing MPS uh, integration there? Yeah, I think what's worth noting is obviously you talk about things like service and stuff, but all of the new tools under it that it opens up, like you look mm -hmm. in any of these products now, and it's not just five or six things. You've suddenly got a tool set of like mm -hmm. 30, 40, 50. And the ones you just mentioned there, Knowledge Base Ticket and NPS, that's mm -hmm. just in the service hub. Um, the marketing one, they've moved into e-commerce and stuff like that. You've got in the conversations, bots and live chats. There's, there's so many little tools coming out that well, aren't just the way that are gonna, significant tools yeah, as well. Mm, and also how they're going to link up is quite exciting. So mm. chatbot plus knowledge base, delivering blogs and content to people are going to be self-serving on your homepage to be getting content, inbound landing pages off just questions they're asking and you're not going to have to touch that. That's what excites me, how all this stuff as HubSpot does very well is linking that all together. Um, mm. And you'd be effectively building the right asset, solving the pain points and worrying a little bit less about that amplification, more general topic based traffic to the site, but people are going to be solving their own problems 24-7 and you're going to um, rely less on maybe timed or well-planned automation from a workflow perspective mm -hmm. and just let people do it on their own time, which is the next step of automation really, isn't it? There's no coincidence that the word of this year is platform for HubSpot, everything's platform, 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 mm -hmm. and that's how they're selling this, the benefit of all of this. Do they have the best bot builder in the world? Do they have the best ticketing system in the world? Probably not, but if you've got 80, 90% of the product that's best in market leading, but it's in one platform, yeah. you win because everything's connected, all the data syncs up, and that's what they're really pushing out. Where we're not a marketing tool, we're not a sales tool, we're a platform for your mm. business and, and everything how, ties together. How simplified the the, the the way they sell it is very clever and it's, we're not the best yet but it's good enough. Yeah. They always launch with something that works and yeah. marketers have got mm. hundreds of tools, they don't want to be logging into them and it, yeah, the people who are actually do I really need the 100% feature list or I'm a little bit lazy. <laughs> yeah, it works and this is a, it's a great project to simplify it and you know, you package it as Salesforce is too complicated now, let's simplify it and move to the CRM in HubSpot and we can see that working for conversations. I think what's going to be the word of next year is integrations. HubSpot marked that 2019 is their integration year, so this year's platform, let's build the platform. Next year it's integrations, What? how many can we get connecting? And it's in the thousands already of things are connecting to HubSpot mm. but they've already marked that for next year. And again, no coincidence that companies like Zero have just smashed people like Sage out of the water who were, were desktop software and we're not changing as long as we can. A couple of grands. Yeah. <laughs> Zero come in and say, we'll integrate with everything that you do. And the, the Shopify as well. Shopify's done exactly the same. HubSpot's next year is just mm. going to go that exact same way. And it's, it's exciting. But mm. It's good from a business owner viewpoint. When I was, I was talking to our HR software company the other day, they asked for some feedback and I gave them some, which I never do. And I knew I shouldn't have done it, but I did. So he was on the phone straight away. But my, my feedback was, 
your professional services side's really good. Your sort of advice you give, your consultancy is amazing with software, shite. Yeah. It doesn't integrate with anything. So can we just take that and get rid of that? Because now for, when we look at software, if it doesn't integrate, it's but I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's better, I don't want it. Because we, if someone at some point, another job. Yeah, yeah someone's got to retype something out. Yeah. And so it's, we're so used to stuff talking to yeah. each other. With HubSpot, we've been in spoil, haven't we? Really? Because like the holidays, it's a, like a, a thing going on where they're trying to solve the moment. Someone books a holiday on the system that's not connected to anything. Okay, now someone else has got to go and type it into our PM software. Someone's got to go and type it into our calendar software. Someone's mm-hmm. got. To, it's just so alien these days that I think that's going to become the norm for everything in a couple of years. If it doesn't connect, mm-hmm. can't see people buying it. You've got to remember to book your holiday as well in the first place. You do, <laughs> yeah. It's not the verbal ones I've got these days. Yes. <laughs> we did a lot of research as well, and that was one of the best HR platforms out there. So it shows yeah. you some industries are really quite oh, far behind. behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just integrate that to Google Calendar. Save yeah. the day. We put that request in a year ago, still nothing. Yeah. <laughs> remember when we got it, though, we were all like, oh, that's good, isn't it? That's yeah. Yeah. We were all really impressed with it. Yeah, it was up from where we were, but then you suddenly realise this has got to do other things with other systems. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. Have the fun. so you've, you've done some guesswork there about what could be coming out next year. You talked integrations. Anyone else like to have a guess or have a pop at what could be released at Inbound 18? Any ideas? I, just, I think they'll be pushing the top tier of stuff that they're, they're covering off the, the free stuff. I think they'll have to show some improvements on that side. Um, I think a lot of it will be fleshing out conversations more because okay. you know we're only a few weeks away really so I think we'll spend a bit of time on that but other than that who knows I want to know more about HubSpot video mm. yeah that I was grilling Stephen in the car on the way to the airport <laughs> and he wasn't giving much away no um, but there's so much more they could do with video and video onto social mm. definitely I think, I think really I think there'll be some good marketing stuff this year because of the move with the sort of new enterprise offering um, I think there'll be some good stuff like that. I'm really hoping that it's a good year for the marketing side of the mm. software because it's obviously what I care about the most. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and with you, I want to see some video, some yeah. video integration or a push on that. The last three years, all they do is talk about inbound video, but nothing really been done, done as the yet. I'd like to see that somewhere on the flywheel. Okay, let's talk about learnings from this week. We'll just go around everyone, see what you've learned, any value you can add to the listeners. Um, Ricky, do you want to start? Yeah, sure. So main sort of side task I've been working on this week is picking what I'm going to go and hear it inbound and what mm. I'm going to learn it inbound. I'm getting injured and supercharged and <laughs> all of these... Shake it out. Yeah, all of these words that every title seems to have in it. I'm totally pumped. Yeah, you're totally pumped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is my uh, totally pumped face. Um, Never thought yeah. I heard them words from you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I had a spreadsheet, five, six hundred lines, and tried to pick what I'm going to. I've narrowed it down, so... Good. Happy with that. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, what have you been up to? Uh, so, been just... L- continuously re- reviewing our internal processes at the moment we've had a lot of new starters um, we're at about 31 now so every time a new starter comes and it's their first week we show them our processes yeah. we talk through it and every time you do it you think that could be a little bit better and then <laughs> you get a new client and it's always your best one so um, specifically around the campaign planning and uh, sort of brainstorming process internally here I've been trying to make that a bit yeah. as, as good as it can be really um, and yeah I think we've got Two new starters next week, so we'll have to do it again. <laughs> good. <laughs> good I mean, if you're not improving in yeah. this industry, absolutely, yeah. Behind, it's sort of so. a monthly task anyway, but um, yeah, that's, awesome. that's it. Really. 
Thank you. Paul? Uh, speaking at the hook was the yeah. big thing for me this week. I enjoyed it. I spoke with Stephen who talked about bots. Yeah. And um, got a few clients asking about how to plan blog titles recently because they've been blogging themselves whilst working with us. Yeah. So we did a bit of a chat about that. Um, I thought really well. It. No, you did well, mate. I think everyone well, enjoyed it. We got good feedback. So. Got great feedback. The full house again, which is great. Stephen, I thought his presentation was really good. A lot of animation yeah, in there. Was good speaker, put, yeah, yeah, we'll, we've got a video of that. We'll put in the show notes as well. And myself, just realigning our GDD with Inbound. We've been doing it just over a year now. So we're just uh, taking a look at the entire process, figuring out what we can improve, what we can fix, and then just aligning with you guys. So everything everything's on target it's been quite a long process I think we're nearly there definitely and we're going to get that rolled out in the next couple of weeks awesome okay and that's it apparently Andrew has a game for us today you weren't here last, for the last one no I missed, missed it, missed I missed I'm, it. Not gonna lie, I'm not going to lie it's a bit I'm a little bit nervous it's, 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 it's just awesome is it good right, right there I need to adjust okay. myself now I, I have to prepare this out of work time so <laughs> yeah, uh, it takes a lot so yeah I hope you enjoy it uh, so what's the name of this show segment again Andrew the game. The game. The game. The okay. game. I like that. Full stop. So that was a wrap. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to tie it down to this format so we can mix it up. And, you okay. know, other people can also bring games wow. as well. Can they? So he's Mark yeah. playing. No. Next one. Is no. it just yeah. still me beating Ricky? No, I think we should get Mark playing. Yeah. We'll we all play board. Is this a screen? Yeah. Okay. Mark, do you know the rules? Do you need to recap for Mark's and Will the viewers think? benefit? Uh, I'll do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's normally what people do in these sort of shows. <laughs> you've got to subscribe and watch the one before. You want to keep up if you ever want to know how the game works. Well, Mark you've got to watch episode 28. Easy, right? <laughs> I don't know if you remember, Mark, we did this at a Christmas party um, a while back. But anyway. Our Christmas parties are wild. <laughs> Guessing yeah. search volume. Yeah. Oh, you give it away now. Basically, um, if Bruce's price is right. Yeah. But I remember. higher or lower, we're thinking of search volumes globally for certain terms. Right. So we'll go through. There's a there's a visual guide on the screen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll, screen. we'll start with something, and then we'll uh, and we'll work our way through it. And, and I guess David will edit these these captions on the screen. Should be able to see everything yeah. and follow yeah. it from home. Yeah. yeah. Play I one up one. in the series. Yeah. Paul's winning. Okay. Paul's winning. Okay. Go for a grudge match. Mm. Cool. So starting off with. Well, wow. search volumes for chatbots. Whoa, it's insane. That's 246,000. Okay. 246,000 per month. Yeah. Because I'm going to start then. Well, well, you don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> we'll tell you what the term is here. Okay, so first one Pogo stick. <laughs> so is Pogo stick higher or lower than chatbot? That's your question. Oh, I think Pogo stick is higher. I agree. <laughs> very sure. <laughs> very okay. Do you agree? <laughs> I don't agree. No. Right. So we're going. I'm going lower. Two higher than a lower. Mm. Lower. Oh, oh it's lower. lower. Good at this. Seventy-four thousand. Mm. Right. Not many okay. pogo stickers going on. Is oh, it's dying up. <laughs> okay, so seventy-four thousand. Moving on. Snoop Dogg's height. Not how high is Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> Snoop Dogg's height. Ah. Who goes first? Uh, yeah. Lower. <laughs> 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 Just keep it going. Yeah. Snoop Dogg's high. Lower. Lower? Got to be lower. Got to be lower than 74. Yes. Yes. You've seen it is. There you go. 2-1. I'm surprised I'm all searching that. Mm. 18,000 people a month. Reminds me of an earlier podcast. Mm. Yeah. Donald Trump's height. Mm. It's good on that. Nice. 
Okay, 18,100. <laughs> Next up, Dhamma Shah. Mm. 18,000, 20,000 go to what? inbound. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, last week Les Dennis had 40,000 searches. <laughs> There's some context for you, mate. I'm going <laughs> lower. Lower than 18? Uh, lower. Monthly. Yeah. I'm going to go lower as well. Correct. Lower, yeah. lower okay. 2,400. Okay. Okie dokie. All doing quite well. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Andrew. Cheers, mate. Um, not sure what happens next. Straight into the bonus round. Yeah. Okay, so right. it's winner takes all again in this, yeah. isn't it? Closest gets. <laughs> a pint. Oh, I'm winning. Yeah, but this is worth two points. Oh, okay. So closest mm-hmm. gets a pint. We need to change that. Closest gets a pint and two points. <laughs> pints mean <laughs> prizes. <at> pints. Pints. <laughs> yeah. pints and pot word. Word man. Okay, so what are we on? Paul's two. two yeah. Two. Oh, three. I'm on Paul's three. on three, we're both oh, on two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, it's winner, winner takes all again. All right. Okay, so Drama. this is now it's not higher or lower. You have to guess it's just the closest number of searches. Conversational marketing. Interested. Not chatbots. Conversational marketing. Not sound So now so you have to guess the number of the searches, number of searches exactly closest to it. Conversational marketing. So it's not hair or lower, it's just the number of searches per month globally. Doesn't the person with the most points thus far have to go first? That's, that's a new rule. Oh, that's I right. think I read it in yeah. the official rule book. Okay. Okay. Who do you want to go first? Yes. I think Paul can have a crack yeah. here. Seems to be Conversational marketing. I'm going to go... 750. 750,000. Strategic. <laughs> no, <laughs> 750,000. Strategic. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I like you had a damn one marketing. I'm going to go for 6,449. Oh, I hate <laughs> people who do that. Oh. I need. <laughs> I hate that. I went really massive last week and lost, so. <laughs> so, 6,400. 6,400. Okay. Oh, oh Ricky Lear. Oh, Enough the black. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. 590. Good. There you go, everyone. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it is. Fantastic <laughs> game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks for putting that together. <laughs> Soundboard next week. Yeah. yeah, that's the way to upgrade the game, isn't it? We'll see, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know. Come on, decide. Right. There we go. Awesome. Just before we finish off and wrap up, Ricky, do you want to explain about our new Facebook group? Yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, we launched a Facebook group called Inbound After Hours. That rings a bell. Yeah, it's the name of the show, I think, as well. So we couldn't come up with a new name, so we named it the same. We're all named out. <laughs> we're all named out. We do that for clients all day, so we're just going Inbound After Hours. And it's a place for people who are interested in Inbound, HubSpot, other alternatives to HubSpot. And to chat, we like post a lot of stuff people. on there. We <laughs> yeah. chat on there quite a bit. So yeah, please come and join us. Just go on Facebook, search Inbound After Hours, and you'll find it. We said when we set it up, let us know when people are joining, and mm. we'll, we'll post some stuff. People are joining. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's loads of stuff on. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, thanks, gents. Thanks again, Andrew, for setting the game up, and uh, take care. And we'll see you again next week. Cheers, Bye-bye. guys. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye.